You're listening to the Vineyard Community Church Podcast. For more information, visit vccmountcomfort.org. So today I have the privilege to share some things with you. But as the Lord oftentimes do with me, he always changed direction a little bit at the last minute. Anybody experience that? (laughs) So as we were doing flags today, I felt like uh, I was to share a couple of scriptures. It's not part of the sermon, so you still have to wait. But someone has asked and has asked me many times over the years, what's the deal with banners, flags? Why do we wave them? So here's just a couple verses from Psalm 20, verse 5. We will sing for joy over your victory, and in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. That word banners also can mean uh, ensigns, flags, has great uh, breadth of meaning. Song of Solomon, chapter 2, or chapter 6, verse 4. Speaking of the bride, that's us. You are as beautiful as Terzah, my darling, as lovely as Jerusalem, as awesome as an army with banners. An army with banners. For those of us who have been in the military, banners are a big thing. And so uh, you could always figure out where you are based upon the banner that was uh, set up. And then in chapter 6, also of Song of Songs, verse 10, Who is this that grows like the dawn? And in other words, gets brighter and brighter. As beautiful as the full moon, as pure as the sun, as awesome as an army with banners. That's us. So when we do our, our banners, we are actually agreeing with that scripture that we are like his army. And uh, so we lift high the banner. And there's lots and lots of scriptures. But let's get on with the sermon. And everyone said, yes. So recently, Ray and I were doing our daily two minutes of silence, waiting on the Lord. And during that time of silence, uh, I saw a river. It's like a river I've never seen before. Previously, I've seen the river at a distance, from the side, uh, from far away. Sometimes I've seen it sitting next to it as I sat with Jesus under a tree. And sometimes I walk next to the river with Jesus. Sometimes I just sense it. I don't really see it, but you sense it. And that's the way we mostly Uh, when we say we see this, we mostly sense it. And I sense this river. But this time when I looked, that river was flowing out of me. And I went, you know, (laughs) I looked at it a couple of times, like this thing's flowing out of me. It was wide, it was also, I was seeing it from the side and it wasn't a river, it was rivers with layers, multiple layers one on top of another. Needless to say, I was bewildered. I saw that it was not a trickle, like I thought it would be. It wasn't just a little trickle. No, no, it was huge. 
then I realized the Holy Spirit was showing me that he indeed had been healing me. That I can release much more than I realized I could. He was showing me who he is in me and what more he wants to do through me and through you all. So some scriptures came to mind. For those who know me, I got to find it in the scripture. So I'm going to share some scriptures with you. And the first that came to mind is uh, John 7, verse 37, 38. And Jesus is speaking and he says, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Uh, he who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Well, I've certainly been thirsty for more. More, Lord. I want to know more of you and be known by you. See, once you've tasted the Lord, you've got to have more of him. Because he's good. No doubt. So I said, more, Lord. Now, this scripture in John 7 says, rivers, not a river, rivers will flow out of us, out of me, out of you. So in the vision, I did not just see just one river flowing, but many. There were rivers, plural, and I am emphasizing that because this is something I hadn't thought of really before. Now, I always thought of rivers being, you know, side by side by side, you know, going this way. And, but instead, when I looked at the river, I saw one river from the top, but from the side, it was layered. Now, I really was curious, what does this mean? And some things came to mind. Now, living in Indiana, we have interesting weather from time to time, like last night. And the atmosphere above us actually has layers in it. There are seven layers that have been identified and named, such as the stratosphere and ionosphere. Each layer has different properties and the air in them moves at different speeds. For example, we all are familiar with the jet stream, and if you've taken a trip in jet, sometimes you catch that jet stream and you get there much faster, or slower if you're going a headwind. Some layers of the atmosphere actually reflect radio waves back to Earth, such as the E and F layers. Now, when those layers are ionized by the sun, radio waves, which normally travel in straight lines, get reflected back to Earth. As a boy, I used to listen to the AM radio to see which stations I could pick up. And sometimes at night, you could pick up stations from other parts of the world, Europe, even Africa. It was really fun. So perhaps the Holy Spirit is emphasizing to us that he moves in different ways with different depths of impact different effects, and different speeds. He can cause us to hear things and see things from far away. Know that there is no time limit in prayer. There is no distance in prayer. There are no restrictions in prayer. And there are certainly no restrictions in knowing the Father. So this is something I need to still ponder on. As I had seen multiple rivers, Another uh, scripture came to mind from Genesis 2, verse 10. 
Now a river flowed out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it divided and became four rivers. These four rivers watered the garden. Guess what the garden is? We are. The scripture calls us in Isaiah the garden of the Lord. In the Song of Songs, we are called the garden of the Lord. So the Lord has provided in the earliest mention in scripture four rivers to water his garden. That's us. Now, a study of these rivers is fascinating, but we're not going to do it here. <sighs> yeah. So I questioned where these rivers flowing out of me were coming from, and so I thought of Ephesians 2. And in Ephesians 2, it says, But God, that's Ray's favorite section of Scripture, but God, rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead, the Lord just came in in a special way. Even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, we have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I am seated with Christ. I am seated with Christ in the heavenly places. Now, if you want to, I ask you to repeat that phrase with me because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And as we pronounce faith, as we pronounce his word, it's building up faith in us. So let's just repeat that. I am seated with Christ and in Christ in heavenly places. I'm seated with Christ. Those of us in Christ are seated with him in the heavenly places. That's you, that's me. So the rivers we see flowing are really flowing out of God and through each of us who have asked Jesus into our heart. Faith comes by hearing, as I've said, and hearing by the word of God. So we need to hear ourselves say this frequently. Since I saw layers of rivers, here are some, a, a couple examples to help our understanding. Well, it helps my understanding. So in our new house, there is one water main pipe that uh, feeds the house. It is underground. It's not seen. The Holy Spirit is in us, and he's not seen. He's hidden. Inside the house, that water is released multiple ways. It is released through the kitchen faucets and each bathroom faucet. It's released through the kitchen ice maker and water dispenser on the refrigerator, if you have one. There are also outdoor spigots. And uh, there's different things you can attach to those hoses. There are the bathroom shower heads, toilets, and faucets for the sinks. There's the dishwasher, clothes washing, and furnace humidifier, just to name a few, and all different functions. One source, but multiple applications. 
multiple uses, and multiple outputs. So here's the application from Hebrews chapter 3, verse 6. But Christ was faithful as a son over his house, whose house we are. Interesting, we sang that song, the house of the Lord today. We are Christ's house. We are his house. Hi, house. Hi. Hi, house. We're the house of the Lord. And the Holy Spirit flows out of us through many different ways. And just to remind you, in, in Corinthians it says, there are many different ministries, many different effects, many different outputs, many different gifts. Just an example. So here's another book on, uh, as I thought about this river with layers. This is a cookbook. Some of you are very familiar with cookbooks. I know one section in this cookbook called pancakes. Yes. So when you look at it, this is a book, right? But this book has many different leaves in it, many different recipes in it. And when we lay it down, what do we see? We really see layers. We don't see the whole book, we see layers. And as we go through the book, we find the different pages. And each page has a different recipe, maybe for different nationalities or food tastes. And sometimes we put in here special recipes. This is frozen fruit salad from my mother. All right. Okay, we'll do that later. Um, but it can also be prophecies. It can be words of knowledge, words that the Lord has given to you. And, and if you sometimes uh, journal or take notes or during worship, you may even draw a picture. You might stick it in the book. And of course, in my immaturity, I always thought a spiritual river coming out of me would be, you know, like small. Wouldn't be big. That's not what the scripture says. The scripture says it's a river that comes from the throne of God. Revelations 22.2, for example. And then he showed me a river of water of life, clear as crystal, coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb. It's the river coming from the throne, the river that comes out of us, the rivers that come out of us comes from the throne of God. Ezekiel saw the same thing in uh, Ezekiel 47, uh, 8 and 9. So everywhere the river goes, everything lives. And it says elsewhere, when the water flows, Ezekiel saw, goes into the desert, it really brings life. And it flows into the Dead Sea or the stagnant sea, it releases life. So this river or rivers that's coming out of me, out of us, has layers and it's hitting different aspects of people around us releasing life. 
what we need, different recipes, so to speak, of what we need. And that water is clear, it's clean, it's refreshing. The Holy Spirit, when he comes in Acts, it says he brings times of refreshing. So we can declare, live, live, live. 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 Now I know that rivers get bigger and wider as they flow to the sea. And when they enter the sea, there can be lots of turbulence. My wife and I uh, saw this a couple years ago when we were on the Columbia River, that it was entering the Pacific Ocean between, from between Washington and Oregon. There was a huge amount of turbulence. It was, it was incredible. When the Holy Spirit releases his river, we also at times see the turbulence when it hits the sea in us. Sometimes it's so turbulent, people cry because all that stuff's coming out. Sometimes sobbing because all the stuff is coming out. But usually it's brief. And then what comes after that? Peace. He releases his peace. Well, I saw this vision since I'm sharing it with you. It's to encourage all of us that that's what the kingdom of God is doing. In Isaiah chapter 9, a very familiar passage, says this, starting in verse 6, For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. And there will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forever. The zeal of the Lord will accomplish this. So when he releases these rivers out of us, he's the one that's going to accomplish it through us. Don't say, well, it's God. No, he's going through us. It's me, it's you, empowered by the zeal of the Lord. Philippians 2 says, For it is God who is at work in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. He is the one doing the work. He uses us, but the work with a power comes through from God through us. He's already in us. If you receive the Lord, it's in here. Lord, send your river down. No, the river is already in here. The rivers are in here. His grace is in here. The prayer really should be, Lord, help me release your river. Help me to release your love to all peoples. We don't need to beg God for the river or his glory or anything like that. Our prayer is help me receive the power to release his love, his grace, his gifts, his mercy, his compassion, whatever it is in the moment. So release, that's the key, release. 
because he's already put himself in us. Recently, a daily connection, I spoke about the priestly blessing of Numbers 6, 22 through 27. When the Lord's face is towards us, that word face actually means presence. When he faces us, his presence is before us. He is releasing his glory to us, his blessing to us. And when he releases his blessings, there is no toil. There's no work involved. When he shines his face on us, he releases his goodness, his love, his compassion, his glory, his acceptance, his acceptance. You're accepted, beloved. You're accepted in him. His face is towards you. It's not against you. His eyes are open looking at you. You are his delight. And he wants that to flow from us through others. So I watched this vision during this two minutes. Actually, we cheat. I add, make it three minutes. I need more time. <laughs> so during that time, as I was watching, I realized... His blessings were being released with his presence wherever I directed it. I could release these layers of his love wherever I directed, whichever way I faced. Now, some of you have grandchildren. And let me say, when my grandchildren are around, the first thing I do Ray does is what? You look at them. You hug them. You draw them to you. That's what Papa does with us. He draws us to him. And he looks at us. There is no shame. The shame has been paid for by Jesus Christ on the cross and the resurrection from the dead. There is no shame. Let me assure you, his blessings are toward each of us here. They're being released. Now, we have an enemy. It's like a radio transmitter, you know, AM station. He's always, meh, 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 meh. He's always saying something. And he may sneak in uh, something like this. Well, not like this. He may say, this thought may come to mind. Well, what happens if I say something wrong? What happens if I miss it? What happens if I don't say enough? And the Lord reminded me, a river is not a laser beam. I know that's hard to believe, but it's not. A river is wide. I think last year or two years ago, my wife and I went with a friend. She said, you want to go to the river? Sure. We didn't know she meant walk across the Mississippi River on a bridge to Arkansas, which we did in the heat of the day. It's about a mile and about a mile back. When you get over, they go, we made it. And then you realize, oh, I got to walk back. That's wide. So when you release the river of God, he's got it covered. 
You don't have to worry. He fills in the gaps. He fills in the things missing. Or if you said too much, he just covers it over with his compassion and his love and his mercy. He says, open your mouth and I will fill it. Love God, love others, and stretch forth your hand and just bless. Bless, 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 bless. He adds to it. He expands it. He flavors it. He colorizes it. He does whatever he needs to do. It's like years ago, my wife and I prayed for somebody after the church, actually in this building, many years ago. And we had a prayer for him, and it was just a little prayer. And then we heard her say, they prayed for me, and they knew everything about me. My wife and I looked at each other like, what? Well, we didn't know everything about her, but the Lord was revealing to her that he knew everything about her, and he loved her. You don't have to hide anything from the Lord. He loves you. Well, why don't you think I don't have anything? Remember the description of the man with the withered hand, which meant he didn't have a hand? The Lord said, okay, he doesn't have a hand. That shouldn't stop you, right? Because the Lord spoke and he said, stretch forth your hand. And he did and he had a hand. So when we open our mouth and we release it, we don't have to figure out, do I have enough words? He adds to it. He creates what he needs to do. He does what he needs to do. He releases the light when there's darkness. He releases healing when there needs to be healing. And he releases his glory of compassion and mercy and truth. He's always doing that. I don't need to have a, a degree on understanding that because that's too wonderful for me. Because he's always loving Paul expressed this layer concept. Now, bear with me. He expressed it this way in 2 Corinthians 8, verse 7. Now, just as you abound in everything, in faith and utterance and knowledge, in all earnestness and in love, we inspired in you that you may abound in gracious work. And I just saw those as layers, one on top of another. Or should I say one on top of another? He's releasing that. It's the broad layers of God's love. He releases the rivers of blessing to us all. So I'm going to ask you to do something if you want to. And if you're able, uh, even those at home, I ask you to stand. And I will proclaim this uh, priestly blessing over all of us. And the Lord will release his blessing because that's what he says he will do in this scripture. So however, whatever mode and whatever way you want to receive, as I speak this, this is coming from the Lord. So receive in Jesus' name. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and to his son saying, thus, you shall bless the sons of Israel. You shall say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. So they shall invoke my name on the sons of Israel and then I will bless them. So that you hear it 
from the throne of God, he releases his rivers to you, has already. I call them forth out of you. I call them forth to flow out of you. I call them forth to be spoken out of you. I call forth the majesty of his glory to come forth in whatever way he wants to use you in whatever time and place and with whomever he wants to use you. There is no time. There is no distance. Don't let the enemy steal this grace from you that, oh, I, I forgot to pray when the surgery is going on. No, pray now because there's no time in God's kingdom. There's time. Oh, it's after the fact, not in God's eyes. He knows the end from the beginning. So speak it out. So here's a simple exercise for you right now. If you care to enter in, I ask you to speak the names of people in your family, your friends, your loved ones, those who have been on your heart. And I want you to picture in your mind's eye, you've seen yourself release rivers of water, rivers of life. And wherever the river goes, there is life. His river is being released from you to them right now. And we're going to take a couple minutes of silence as you do that. See the river flowing from the throne of God to these loved ones. We thank you, Lord, You're in the Psalms, you say that you are a hearer of prayer. It says in Scripture that you bow down, you kneel down to hear our prayers. And we thank you that you draw near and you listen to our prayers. And that as we are glancing at you, the Psalm uh, Solomon says that you're overwhelmed. You're undone. You're ravished even by our glance at you right now. And as we wait on you, Lord, and as we release this, these rivers of life to these people, we thank you that in Isaiah it says, you work on behalf of those who wait on you. So we wait on you. And we look expectantly to you. We thank you, Lord, and we love you, and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. To receive more audio content from The Vineyard, click the subscribe button in iTunes.